Are INTJs and ENFPs really good matches? But before I can answer, please consider subscribing to the channel so we can bring EJ R&D back to YouTube as a guest on this show. No, seriously, I would really love to have him as a guest on the show. Him and Post Malone at the exact same time. And hit the alert bell so that you can uh, be up to date for uh, when we go live. That being said, uh, what's up, Ego Hackers? I'm C.S. Joseph, and this is C.S. Joseph Responds, where I answer all questions relating to Jungian analytical psychology or the four sides of the mind. And today's question comes from Cora, as uh, usual. So let's take a look, shall we? David Gomez, medical student, introverted ENP, psychology lover. Okay. It is resumed in two words, attachment style. So this person has read the attached books, obviously. Uh, based on the attachment style, we can infer that INTJ and ENFP are totally opposites. Okay, whatever. Uh, this isn't necessarily a good thing, but a powerful trait for both personality types. I'm listening. In one hand, we have the INTJ, for the INTJ reality about love means having someone to supply romantic needs while keeping distance with their significant other. This is basically because the INTJ avoids their emotions. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, for the INTJ, emotions are a symbol of weakness and expression of emotions is viewed as awkward. By doing some research, I realized that most INTJs suffered from parent and family neglecting. Nah, this is weak. This means they will never wear truly able to show their emotions towards themselves and others or to receive love and affection properly. Someone get this man a copy of Grammarly immediately. Uh, and they learned to suppress their emotions in time and enjoy their loneliness in time. I don't agree with this. On the other hand, ENFP is at the extreme opposite. They love to be loved. Okay, yeah, to each child. It is not necessarily that they like to be loved, but in fact that they need to be loved. Uh, I think everyone has that need, bro. Uh, ENFP has a very charming surface, true, but innerly at the core, they are extremely rational. Yes, that's because of their third TE function. While on the other hand, INTJ look rough and tough on the surface somewhat, but innerly they are extremely sensitive because they are FI function. They dislike and feel hurt by rejection and disappointment. True. A hungry for love ENFP is more charismatic and will definitely attract an INTJ's attention because they are usually highly empathetic and charming. ENFPs are not empathetic at all. They are sympathetic, sir. So those traits mean one thing, a paradox. Well, yeah, the way that you're explaining it does create a paradox, but this is not accurate. So guess what? I'm skipping, and I'm also downvoting this. No thanks. Gosh, apparently, like, all we have is just huge opinions on this. Okay. Everyone's like, oh, it's my total opposite. No, it's not. It's so interesting how these TE users just don't even know what the proper labels to even use to describe what they're talking about. It's kind of really frustrating. It frustrates me about TE users is how they constantly use labels. But as my ESTJ uh, philosopher friend, uh, who, who is an actual bona fide philosopher, he studied the humanities, he even taught the humanities uh, as a college professor. He told me that you know the more you spend time labeling something or trying to define something, the farther away from the actual definition you get. And I'm like, well said, sir. That's, that's all about expert thinking right there. And even he as a TE hero could understand the weaknesses of expert thinking, which is absolutely fantastic. So thank you, Mr. Scott, for telling me that lesson so that I can share that with other TE users right now because this particular video is about two TE users, INTJs and ENFPs. So uh, are INTJs and ENFPs uh, 
terms of the question to be asked here, are they really good matches? The answer is fundamentally yes. It's a great relationship pairing. It's an absolutely amazing relationship pairing. First things first, they have highest sexual compatibility. These two can get it on like Donkey Kong. And I mean like seriously, like like hot sweaty monkey sex we're talking, you know, like spider monkey style. These two can absolutely do it. The INTJ completely gets off on um, basically uh, providing a touching and giving sensation to the ENFP. And the ENFP is just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good all the time. And every single little intimation, every little initiation, every little touch that the INTJ does, the ENFP feels the full force of that and provides reactions, which allows the INTJ to basically get off uh, within the context of the relationship. The ENFP is trying to extract with from their expert intuition hero, extract all of the pure desire and passion from the NI hero of the INTJ and that provide that into a good sensational experience for themselves. This is why typically INTJs, regardless of gender, are kind of basically on top of the ENFP within the sexual encounter that these two have. And the INTJ oftentimes is afraid of giving people a good experience, especially a good uh, bedroom experience. This is why they often have the reputation of um, thinking about sex more so than actually having sex because they are afraid of making other people uncomfortable. They are afraid of performing badly, especially in the bedroom, because from their point of view, they want to make a really good, positive, lasting sexual impression of absolute high performance so that their partner will stick around. And they're so afraid of failure because it's like, if I fail in the bedroom, then they're not going to stick around anymore. And then they have to deal with that fear of abandonment. INTJs are able to get over this quickly with ENFPs because ENFPs would go up to the INTJ and tell the INTJ, hey, by the way, no one makes me feel more comfortable than you. No one touches me better than you. No one makes me feel safer than you. And then as a result of that, all the insecurity falls away from the INTJ, which gives them the ability to perform the, to their absolute highest capability in a sexual relationship with an ENP. For example, in this particular video, ENFPs, right? SI Inferior gives INTJs through their extrovert intuition hero all of the room to make every possible mistake such that they have the ability to practice their sexuality on the ENP uh, without any limitations of any kind. And they have full sexual freedom, which allows them to increase their se sexual skills a hundredfold, uh, which is obviously to the benefit of the ENFP. So their sexual relationship is absolutely on point. However, their emotional relationship is not on point. Now, there are some huge disadvantages uh, about this, and there's some advantages. Let's discuss the disadvantages. The disadvantages is that they don't really understand, uh, they, they often are competing with each other for status, and they are often putting each other's status over the other, basically, which is a serious problem. And also, they're putting each other's value systems and uh, uh, over the other. And they can end up looking down on one another. So their sexual relationship is good, and they often have to um, come to a fundamental understanding, right? They have to come to a fundamental understanding of how uh, each other's value systems and how each other's status, uh, they, they end up putting it over the other, and it could be an issue.
Well, how do they solve that problem? Typically, almost always, the default response is just more sex. So it's like one of those situations where they get into a huge fight over their emotional incompatibility and they solve it with like makeup sex. So this relationship is known as a pedagogue relationship and makeup sex is constant. However, makeup sex eventually will not be enough for these two types and they will have to learn some additional skills and habits to deal with the emotional compatibility. And when they do, it will become insanely rewarding. If you want to find out more about this particular relationship, I recommend going to csjoseph.life forward slash members, becoming an apprentice member, and then watching season 14, episode 10, which is the ENFP INTJ intimacy video, which will teach you everything you need to know to understand how to deal with the emotional incompatibility so that you can have literally the best relationship you could ever have for yourselves. And as a byproduct of that, it will cause you to basically reach enlightenment faster technically because hashtag pedagogue relationships are so insanely valuable and I highly recommend them. Absolutely. So um, if you would like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Quora and tag me or leave it as a comment below. And if you want a guaranteed answer for uh, your simple question, uh, become an ego hacker initiate at csjoseph.life forward slash members. It's only like $7. And post your question as a comment on our initiate membership page where I'm answering all your questions during the members Q&A live stream that we do every month. So anyway, with all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight. Mm -hmm.